What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. This episode is dedicated to April. Uh, who else been asking? What's up, April? I've seen you on Twitter talking your stuff or whatever. <laughs> It'd be so funny. I okay. always catch her tweets about the podcast. She don't never at us, and I still be seeing it. Mind you, I, do, I check Twitter for 30 seconds and then log out. So I hope I hope tomorrow or today is a good drive to work Um, as you go out and fix all the teeth in the world. Oh, my God. So one time, now this is something you probably seen on social media a million times, but like people that have that calculus build up on their teeth, have you seen that before? Yeah, and they click it off. All you gotta do is get it off with a little thing, pop it off. Yeah, but some people's stuff be so caked though that they have to pressure. It be like wash severe, yeah, yeah, and it be bleeding. Sure. So I know someone who gets that, and she said that she brushes regularly and all that. So I have to withhold my judgment now because the person that told me she looked normal like us. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're not like a homeless heroin addict, and that's no shade to homeless heroin addicts. I'm just saying, like, <sighs> I thought that people who had no, that's like normal. That, had a disability. When I had braces, that happened to me one time, and then after that, I started. Huh? How long did it take for it to build up? Um, it was about six months, and it was on one tooth. Even with you brushing yeah. and stuff. It was a braces. It was at my bottom, bro. The lady was like, "Cause I told her I was like, I went in because of that, and I'm like, what is that? I keep trying to get it off my tooth, and it's not, and it looked crazy. You know how like." When we was in elementary school, and you would see people, it looked like they had chalk lines in their teeth, like buttery. Yeah, because they weren't but brushing. Like... But see, I was brushing mine, and it was just on that one tooth. So she was like, oh, that's cal- calculus build, um, cal- cal- calculus buildup. And she was like, honestly, it just comes off. So she literally popped it, and then she cleaned out my gums, never got it again. Now, that was I back thinking it 20... was a college course. Exactly. Uh, but that happened back in 2013, though. But I haven't I had, never it had that and because I, because of her telling me that I I like I pressure wash my teeth. I literally use a water too. a Most water pick a, day. a floss or everything. Yeah, I will say I have a mild confession. I hear an echo a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But um, I did. I did not always brush my teeth twice a day. I think I said that before. But once I got braces, I got the best dental habits. Even my doc, Doctor Johnson, he be like, "Now your teeth look good." Oh, I know. I just mm-hmm. come in for the routine cleaning so you can know. And I had to slow down on the coffee drinking too because I was getting a little staining. And so um, you know, I just I started to- back drinking coffee, but I've been getting um cold brew. Cause I like if ice you can coffee. help it, just make sure you drink it with a straw. So at least if it's gonna be stained, it's gonna be the back oh, of the sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I like iced coffee most of the time is with a straw. Cause I don't the the ice be shifting and it'll spill. <laughs> I can yeah. I so I don't drink coffee nearly as much as I used to. Honestly, I drink coffee to curb my appetite. Tbh. Um, because caffeine don't do nothing for me. But yeah, so um, the teeth thing is crazy. I got my last round of gingivectomy uh, last Monday. So my gum contouring. I didn't have, um, I had did three sections out of the four. Then I had let my insurance restart. So then I went back. So now I'm done. I, technically, I'm mm. done. One of my teeth, I feel like the gums could be a little higher. But the problem with it is that that tooth is not shaped like the one that's like it on the other side. So I don't want to get, I don't want to get them to raise it up higher and it end up looking crazy. So I I'd rather just leave it as is because nobody can it's not even really noticeable to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah, it's like I, I hate when I talk, you can't see my top row of teeth, so you never know what my teeth look like at the top. I hate that. So when I get my teeth done, I'm gonna make sure they're a little bit bigger. So when Wait, 
Yeah, or I mean, well, okay. if you're not gonna do the braces, right? I say you can have them bring your teeth down, but I can, I get you. Okay, Steve Harvey. Oh no, they're not gonna be that big. <laughs> Man, so let me tell you. Okay, so I told you about my job stressing me out. Y'all pray for me. I've been working 13, 12, 13, 14 hour days since like September. It hasn't changed. I have a lot on my plate. Not to harp on my job, but it's the most, the hardest job I ever had. Number two, I did find a new house. I'll be closing next week. Uh, thank you so much. If y'all want to send me something, $1,000 minimal. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to need it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I also want to shout out. I mentioned high yield savings accounts on this podcast before. A lot of my money that I'm using for this house is free money that I earned from my high yield savings account. I mean, literally thousands of dollars over the last several years that I've earned just by having money sitting in my high yield savings account that I'm buying towards my house. And that's a 1000% fact. Also, I saw yesterday that Apple announced that they're coming out with a high yield savings account. And that makes me really happy because a lot of people didn't even know about HYSs or HYSAs, whatever. And so Apple, with it being such a household brand, more people will be inclined. Number one, more people will know about them. They'll start to utilize them. And number two, it'll put pressure on big banks to offer better interest rates on their savings accounts, in my opinion. So anyway. Period. 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 Indian song. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I'm, let's get... Go ahead. I've been... I, well, I, I, had, I had let you know off air what my issues was. Um, outside of that, everything is great. Um, I went to Vegas the other day. I drove there on Thursday for an event. Um, so, so basically what it was is an expo for Ulta. So all these brands, um, um, beauty brands, Fenty, Mac, all these people were basically trying to sell to different door numbers, like in different cities, because some stores have certain products, some don't. So these people were trying to sell them on you know, trying to put their product in the store. I worked with About Face. This is my second time working with them, and that's um, the singer Halsey's brand. And when I tell you, I left that event with so much free stuff because that's everybody. That's a good name was, for makeup. I'm surprised nobody thought of that before her. About Face, yeah, they, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, but since About Face is like such a popular brand when it comes to like color and just. Um, the type of products they carry, everybody was like coming over to barter with us because we were giving out free stuff to the people. But the people who work in the different booths, like from Fenty, they'll come over like, listen, I'll bring you this if you give me some of this. So we was like switching off. Mm -hmm. I have so much makeup, like high-end makeup, skincare, hair care, everything. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was so happy that I drove because had I would got on the plane, none of that stuff. Oh, you would have been paying for a check bag. Might as well went to the store and bought all this stuff. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm so happy that I drove. I put this stuff right in my trunk. But that drive was so nice. Like going there, I had to go to work. Uh, I had clients before I went there. So I had I was driving in the dark kind of. But coming back, I think I left Vegas at like 3 or 2.30. And that ride was really nice. You know, I will have you say, drove it before? No, that was my first time. Oh. Okay. That was my first time. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad at all, honestly. Um, what was so interesting was that as soon as you cross over the Nevada um, state line, it's like 25 minutes, you're in Vegas. I was like, dang, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, when you think about, yeah, where it is in the position, because L.A. is closer to the other side of the state. Than, yeah, it's um, on the other side. Yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So I was driving to California, but I will say driving up and down those mountains ain't no joke. That is so scary, especially if you're a person that's like, I'm not necessarily scared of heights, 
But when it comes to stuff that I haven't really done before, and we don't have those type of mountains where we drive through in in, in Georgia, we had them like I think it's like Tennessee. If you going if you like in Cobb County, and you leaving out of Cobb, what's that right by Cobb, Tennessee or Kennesaw? Man, oh yeah, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. When you go into Chattanooga, it is a mountain that that's, you got to go around. That's kind of scary a little bit, but it's not nothing compared to what I had to do go to Vegas. Okay, first of all, let me just say this. Tennessee is not by Cobb County, but I know exactly what you mean. Because one day, <laughs> one day. It's, it's not far from Mar- Cobb County, though. It's like an hour and some change. Because one day, I literally, I'm not even kidding y'all. I was at home. This when I was living in Marietta. I was like. It was like two o'clock. I said, I'm going to go to Chattanooga. I drove myself by myself to Chattanooga and went to Ruby Falls and came back home in like in a few hours. I swear to God. I, but yeah. it's just funny that you would say that because you know Gatner well. <laughs> because, okay, we, so when we I do have, have Kennesaw Mountain, but you can't drive up there. I mean, you can drive up it, but it don't it don't really take you. No listen, way. whatever that mountain is that, that you got to go around to get to Tennessee, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's like a long know. little hit. It's funny because um, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you can go two different ways to get to Chattanooga. And one way is flat and one way is that. Yeah. But that's funny. I'm dead that you're talking about. about what part yes. Okay. Um, but no, I also um, am proud of myself because this is probably the longest that I've um, been able to stick to a strict diet. Now, I didn't really plan it, but I don't know what happened. I woke up April 1st and said, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to eat healthy for the month of April because my birthday is coming up. I do want to drop a little bit of weight. Um, I do feel like I've gained a little um, after the holiday, but Mm -hmm. since I've been consistent with my dieting this month, I'm definitely smaller than what I was during the holiday. I mean, it's okay to revert back a little bit. I mean, it's not, you know what I'm saying? As long as you don't go back, you know, as long as the progress is good. I just want to get to a size that I'm 100% comfortable with. And, um, yeah. But I will say that this has been, like, the most consistent. Like, I don't even think about it. Now, I have eaten a little bit unhealthy. um, But even when I get drinks, I drink, uh, like, tonic water and vodka and a little lime squeeze. I had um, zero. I had none vodka. I had none alcoholic tequila. None alcoholic vodka. (laughs) That's insane. I, I Like, what is the point of that, though? Well, number one, you everything know, serves people, a purpose, but I don't know. Yes. So two. So first of all, my cousin Keita had it. Um, I don't really know why she had it, but you know there are people out here who suffer from addiction, and sometimes they just want to be able to, you know, get that old thing back without ruining their lives. So that number two, sometimes people they, you know, it's the same reason why people um drink decaf coffee. It's just a mind thing, you know. Yeah, my mama used to make me drink decaf coffee as a kid. <laughs> it still tastes well some people might say it don't but anyway so i tried the none um the non-alcoholic alcohol and i will say it had that taste but i hate to taste the alcohol so it's not good for me but the thing is the reason why it has that taste is because of spices like it uses mesquite and some other stuff so it definitely tingles your nose like you just opened the spice cabinet took all the lids off and took a big <laughs> inhale so i don't really you know I know some people love alcohol. They have it down to a science. Not for me, but I can see why people would just want to do it just, you know, for the experience. Just like some people who vape and do all kinds of other stuff, you know? So anyway. I use it. I literally only drink to, to, like, I don't recreationally drink. Like, I won't sit in the house and drink. Um, Maybe if I go out to dinner, I will have a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Um, But 
I only drink to kind of like loosen up. Like if I'm going out and I have to be around a lot of people, I need to be loose. Or else I'm going to be. that's right. Nah, you know. Trying to get loose. All right. So we need to get into the black biz of the week. Oh, per. So got? me, I got. So um, while we're on this topic of food, um, I love coming across people who cook food that looks like something that I could recreate or a regular person can recreate. Um, yeah, like a quesadilla. Something like, you know, whatever. Not necessarily I easy. Playing. I like, I just like, I try to find like people who cook things that I've never really had or something that's different from what I normally eat. Um, and then I also, the way that you do your videos is a, a very important for me too. So I would rather follow people who I feel like their house looks lived in. It doesn't look like a, a, like a, stage. a Airbnb. Yeah. Um, I pay attention to stuff like that because realistically, Y'all houses don't be looking like that all the time. Mine do. Now, I get that. I, I clean up my apartment every morning when I wake up. Mm-hmm. I clean up. But also during the day, it just looks lived in. And I don't be care. I don't care, you know? You know, I like people that kind of have I get like what you're saying. You want some relatable content. When it's when you can tell it's stage, it's like, oh, they lying. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes it's still helpful and I'll watch it, but it's just more digestible for me when it's something that I can relate to or I feel like it's a real person. So it's this, um, I found, I came across this girl. I think her name is Alex Hill. Let me look on her Instagram. Her Instagram name is just at Hot Sauce. Now, she's not a chef. She's not a chef, but she just makes... She just is creative in the kitchen, and her food just be looking so good. Like, she come up with, like, really interesting food combinations. Um, What made me follow her specifically was because I had just bought some black mussels. I haven't made it yet, but I got it. Do muscle, like with Usher. Yeah. um, I bought some black mussels. She made, like, some chorizo mussels in a white wine garlic sauce. It's chorizo meat. me do that? Chorizo is is um, like a Mexican sausage, but you take it out of the casing. However, they do have soy. I don't know if you eat soy. No, well, I, I don't like imitation stuff. I had to get off that. So the soy chorizo tastes like the regular. I had it before from Whole Foods. I know, but I don't, like, t- I don't like it. Now, I, now, the problem that I have with imitation stuff and why I stop eating it and just eat regular meat is because I don't like how I digest it. That that's a it, problem with me. Yeah, that's impossible meat beyond me. It makes me really sick because of that pea protein. But my mama raised me on imitation crab, and I don't know why, because we didn't have a reason. <laughs> but it's oh crazy because it don't even taste the same. But I could actually eat it today because I'm just so I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah, but no, she that that's the that's the one recipe that drew me in. I was like, oh my god, yes, I have to try that. And so, um. I follow her. I literally just been going to her page and writing down grocery lists because I legit want to try pretty much everything on her page. She is a, she's from the DMV. I think she's from DC, but she lives in LA. So a lot of this, uh, she's, a lot of her stuff that she's posted, like her spices and the stuff that she uses also look kind of similar to the spices and the um, the seasonings that I used to get from the cow's farmer market, farmer's market that come in the little things. I so I was that. like, oh, girl, thank you for that, because I need that. I needed to find some. I hate I hate buying seasonings from the grocery store because they almost always are too salty. I threw away, because I, I threw away a whole thing of Lowry's the other day, because I put it on my food too salty. 
I throw it out. I do not mm. like salty food. I, it's actually good to get to a place in life. I mean, it sucks that you have to throw it away, but <laughs> to get to a place where you can acknowledge it. My cousin, she literally will go to a place like Kava and be like, she could just taste the fakeness on the food, which to me is like fresh food. <laughs> yeah, like I now now I can I actually can do that with like frozen like I don't like frozen vegetables. I'd rather get mine fresh unless I'm making something like fried rice or a soup or something. Then of course those that comes in handy. But her Instagram once again her Instagram is just add hot sauce with the underscore. Everything is spelled the uh, correct way. Check her out. Um, she's actually nominated for an award, the Black Women in Food Award. So she, okay. um, um, oh, I think she won the award actually. She was one of the things I'm gonna send it to you, but I like her. I like her vibe. I like her. I, I like how she, I like her energy. Speaking like of Black Women talking in Food, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, Alex Hill just add hot sauce, y'all. Follow my girl and check her out. I put it in episode notes. I just want to say, speaking of black women in food, but not really. Why at this year in life, I'm just now getting on Uncrustables. The rent was due when they made them. The rent. <laughs> Wait, you keep them in the fridge? Yeah. The packages say keep them in the freezer. Yeah, you know what? The, the fridge is best though, cause you got to sit there and wait. Yeah, you got to wait till the frost. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. People something. been talking about me for the longest because I love uncrustables, but I never say uncrustables. I say I call them crustables. First of all, they I, taste just like my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That's how mine's taste. Let me tell you something. It's something about that white bread. Something, it's something about, about it. It's so good. Like it's so. I literally take a whole box and put these in my travel. Like when I get on a plane, this is what I have for a snack. The thing is, I'm gonna have to keep putting them in the freezer because I'm gonna just eat the whole box. Like Uncrustables is ice cream to me at this point. How you eat ice cream is how I eat these. Cause I, I eat three it. boxes. Do you try the other flavors, the strawberry? Yeah, this this the is just what I good. have left. This is what I have left. Like I've had five boxes in here. That's what's keeping the lights on at Smuckers, baby. I know that for a fact. And you know what's I even crazy? Got the one with the Nutella. Did you get the one with the Nutella in I it? I haven't tried it yet. And I just started eating Nutella last year. I'm late to the game. Let me tell you something. So when I worked at Ikea in college, mind you, we used to sell Uncrustables in the restaurant. And I never wanted to try them because it was cold. And I don't like my stuff cold. Because my peanut butter be room temperature, my bread. I, um, my bread do be cold, but sometimes I let it sit out so it can be room temperature. So I just yeah. never tried it. And I also thought it would be frozen. And it took over a decade or how, yeah, over a decade, because that was what, 2012, for me to be like, oh, matter of fact, I worked at IKEA in like, oh, nine. It took yeah. me over 10 years to finally try Uncrustables. And I'd be doggone. I'm a believer. If the doctor tell me. That I gotta eat, uh, I gotta stop eating Uncrustables or I'm gonna lose my arms and legs. Good thing I got my mouth. <laughs> so I'm gonna pick it up. I'm gonna pick it up. Shout out to my the sister. Rent my was sister, due at Smuckers, baby. My sister put me on um, because when I was, I used to have to babysit my nieces and nephew, and she would leave them for them to eat. Like that would be their oh, snacks, and I would just the sneak one. I was sneak one. I'm like, oh my god! So it's the, the fact trick, that I'm gonna go to get the Nutella tonight for the store clothes. <laughs> see, with the Nutella, you had to let that one sit outside of everything because it's really frozen. Like the okay. Nutella part is frozen. Yeah, that so makes. So you sense. have to sit it out. Yeah, 
The you trick is the trick. fact they put peanut butter on both sides and then the jelly in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? When I make my... You know why, though? Because they use a lot of jelly. Because I don't put peanut butter on both sides on my sandwiches, but I also don't... I put an even... No... I put more jelly than peanut butter, but I don't like too much peanut butter because it'd be thick. But the way I make it, all I know is it turn out right every time. So Uncrustables, I ain't never got to buy a loaf of bread ever again because the only reason when I buy a loaf of bread, I either am about to make French toast, peanut butter jelly sandwich, or some uh, or some grilled cheese. Oh, my God. And I don't need the la- I don't need the uh, first and the last one. We just want that PB&J, so I'm going to just get the Uncrustables because they, they already need made They to give you- us the endorsement. Smokers no, for real. And I'm, they definitely about real. to be they definitely about to be part of my travel snap pack now that you said that. Oh, yeah. I dumped these right in my tail fry bag. <laughs> the uncomfortable bag. Well, they need to do a collab with Telfar. I dumped get... them right in there, and Ooh, I get on that plane. Baby, smack a smuckers. Y'all got down with that one. Y'all got Any down. Flavor. Y'all might have Y'all might have fits uh, racism with that one. <laughs> okay. You say something too far. Okay. Ooh, all right. All right. I got a couple topics to get in for this week's episode, Make Up for Lost Time. On the first order of business, we want to talk about people paying for blue checks on TikTok and Instagram. So as we know in the past, people would get blue checks off of merit. Like they were pretty much verified that they are a public figure by producing like proof that they've been talked about on public platforms. Some people would get it by default because of notoriety. And obviously we know some people were paying for them the back doorway, like through Mm -hmm. the fake pages. Now, now... Starting with Twitter, they are charging people for blue checks, even if they were already verified previously the free way. And obviously, Instagram copied because they have never had an original thought in their entire life. Um, <laughs> now, I brought this up to Draco before recording, and he has a different opinion from me. But my opinion is, if you're not truly a um, public figure, I don't see the benefit of paying for a blue check only because I know that you can now pay for a blue check. I think that before paying for it, I think it created some seriousness around your name and made somebody be interested in knowing what you do and what you have to offer. But now that I know you got to pay for it, I'm less inclined to care because it's like, Oh yeah, who ain't got $8, you know? So, so here's the thing. Any person, unless you're like, you know some people at Instagram or you know or people just know it's you. You have to go through a pub your publicist or somebody like that to get a blue check on Instagram, regardless, mm-hmm. right? Karen Silver. So, anybody. This is yeah. this goes for any publicist because they anybody is able to do that. But the thing about it is it's overnight like that because they have to what? Pay money to do that. So I literally get asked all the time, why don't I have one just because of my publication? So the thing about the blue check, you have to have certain requirements. So in my field, in order for me to get a blue check, I have to have my name, my first and last name. And I think I need like four or five magazine entries, like my work. And then I have to have a write-up on a website, like from a magazine. And then I have to pay four thousand dollars for all this to um to to go through. If it was I don't have four thousand dollars, yes, or whatever they want to charge. Ain't pay that. It's whatever the person who's helping you get it what their fee is. Okay. 
it's their business. You know, that's how they get that's how they get paid. So it's whoever's doing it. And so the thing about it is what they would do too, they would add on money if they would have a list um of different publications where you can pay for it. It'll be like five hundred dollars if you want in style magazine, seven hundred for nylon, da 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 da. So you can and add ever on. Ever since you told me that, every time I see people be on the Forbes articles, I'm like, they pay for it. That's what anything. If the paparazzi people pay them to come, mm-hmm. everything is fake. Yeah, I try. I tell people this all the time. I'm like, it is what it is. But honestly, when you work in those fields or um, in the industry, that really helps people with, especially like business wise, with different companies. Now you don't need it per se. You don't need it per se, right? But it does help with your um, with your business. It helps with your engagement. You get different tools that people don't have regularly. Now, I don't sell products, so I don't need no extra tools or something, nothing like that. But I do plan on venturing out and doing other stuff. And then on top of that, I get people trying to buy my name all the time. They, it's people that now are spelling their name like mine that are rappers and stuff like that. You need and a trademark it. I'm going to verify that account for $14.99. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. And that's because if I was willing to pay four thousand, I might as well just pay the fourteen. Yeah, but after a while, you don't pay four thousand times twenty. But I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying, and right, I also feel years. like you are somebody that should have a blue check. So I get that. But yeah. it's the it's the Joe Schmoes who um just threw that's my why I said I'm not gonna do it until like June. I need it for I need all of this to like die down because it's annoying me. I don't care. Like I don't care. I'll get it tomorrow, but. I just want all of this to die down and then just randomly you just see it. I don't want it to be a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think in your case makes perfect sense. But I don't, I guess I just don't like that it's available to everybody because I think that the verification helps people not have fake pages and yeah. identifiers, you know, because now people can buy a blue check and then make an impersonating page pretending to be somebody. And now, you know, I do like the fact that you can, um, you know, edit tweets on Twitter if you have if you pay for it and all the other stuff but I think that if you have a paid blue check versus like a merit blue check I think that that should just be a different color at least so so the thing about the one on Instagram Instagram is that they're not giving everybody that feature you have to be you, they're gonna obviously like do things to certify that this is really you mm-hmm. that's doing it that's doing the page um but like even for me, they had to like I requested it. Like when they dropped it, I requested it, and they was, and it took me about two and a half weeks for them to approve that I can I can get the blue check. Mm. So I if don't my know. My page ever got hacked or deleted? Catch me outside. How about that? Say it says meta. You'll be meta verified, a verified badge with the thorough ID check. Extra account security so you avoid impersonators. Direct support that has access to live chat and account support and more stickers for subscribers. That's okay, what I'm doing. Well, so, yeah. Blue check coming soon. Don't IDC. Moving on. Not your panic. <laughs> No, I'm just it's it, I'm again, you are the exception, not the rule. Okay. I have a pet peeve I want to speak of. So um a couple of weeks ago I went to Cold Stone Creamery because I like ice cream. Love ice cream actually. And there was a long line as a result of short staff. Okay. I'm not tripping. I understand that I'm a very patient person, especially when it comes to stuff like that. I used to work in retail. 
I used to work, I spent a brief time in food service. All that is irrelevant, right? But this is just my thinking yeah. process. Like, I'm not tripping. Now, if you come into a, up any establishment, you see their behind, you see their short staff, you know that you have to place a customized order. Why would you let your toddler place their own order? Great answer. Why y'all so, let y'all kids order their own food when there's people waiting in line? Matter of fact, I don't care if it ain't no line. They do not know the difference between non-dairy chocolate and chocolate chocolate. Right. And I'm all for allowing kids to make decisions to build their creativity so they can get to know the things they like. But I don't think it's the time to play. That's what you do when you at the grocery store. And you That's see what all you do when stuff. you in the line waiting. When people in front exactly. of you ask the baby, what kind of ice cream do you want? And I promise you, anytime I'm in line, I'm always considerate of how long the line is. So, well, first of all, I know I'm a little different because I can be a bit obsessive. So I already know what I want before I even get there. Like I already got it down pat. But I just think it's so inconsiderate to let a child place their own order. And they don't even know how to spell their name. They think their name is 11. Okay. And that turns out that's how old their big brother is. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> anyways yeah so i'm not i i yeah i'm just i just had to say that like i know i ain't no parent i know people have i know people always say until you have kids sweetheart it's free to let that child shut up and wait till you get to what they want because they knew you was cutting you had to tell them they were going to cold stone yeah um la is like that la is the in my opinion where karen culture started because the Karen culture out here is so heavy that black people are Karens to me out here. A lot yeah, of them. And that's so the worst type. My own um, one thing that I find common is like say if you go to a coffee shop or if you go to um you know, coffee shops are a big thing out here. Coffee shops, boba and donuts. I don't really do the donut thing because I'm true to Krispy Kreme. But I'll go to, I'll try like different coffee shops all the time or like a juice bar. What I don't like about LA is that people, and, and, and granted, they're not necessarily doing nothing illegal or wrong, but I just think that it's personally inconsiderate, especially when it's like 7, 8 a.m. Obviously, people are getting coffee before they go to work or before they're doing something, so they're kind of in a rush. Why are you sitting there ha- trying to have a whole conversation with the barista, asking them 17,000 questions about the menu? Mm-hmm. What do you mm-hmm. recommend? How does this taste? Do you think I could try a sample of this? Oh, no, I don't like that one. Can I try the other one? I'm like, you are you I'm even saying? hungry for real? Yeah, I don't like that. And I do understand somebody genuinely being inquisitive because something might pique their interest. But there are some people who are consistently that way everywhere they go. And, and they we have enough so technology and resources. Huh? They move so slow with everything. And I be thinking something wrong with me. That's crazy because people say that about Atlanta, that they move slow. They move like snails. Like the servers at restaurants move so slow. The people walk on the streets kind of fast. But when it comes to like in a restaurant where you got to or a coffee shop, like I said, something like that, they're moving slow. Like oh, it, it takes See, so long. Too. Me too. I... <laughs> Honestly, I've I've just started really um, using Instacart because I can't stand in the grocery store line. Not even they the grocery take, store. I can't do it. It be pissing really? me off. Like when Zay was out here, he was like, 
Am I tripping? I said no. I said I say this all the time. Everybody just moves so slow. That made me feel good because people always say we move slow down here, and I'd be no. like, "Do we?" I be moving fast. Even my friend who who I'm with all the time, he's like, "Why do you walk so fast?" I'm my neighbor, that's so funny. Pace. My neighbor, she from St. Louis. She always say, "I walk before we go anywhere." She'd be like, "Look, please don't be out walking me. I can't help it. It's just in me." But it also come from not me having too. a car as a kid, and when you got groceries that's melting, and you need to get from the cold foods to bars road, you gonna learn how to walk fast. It ain't even that. It's just I'm finna go wherever I'm going, and I'm gonna get there. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm just walking. like we'll be taking time. We'll just go. That's like they, funny. everything is so slow. Everything. Mm-mm. Hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't. Oh so, yeah, no. Nah. Hey, the traffic bad up and they moving slow. That's music to my ears being down here. And you know what's so funny? Speaking of traffic, so you know, whenever people talk about traffic in Atlanta, I always share how I never deal with traffic. I literally don't have a traffic. And so even when there is traffic, it's not a big deal. But the other day, I had to go from Marietta to McDonough, baby. The way oh, seventy five, no, eighty five. A disaster. A normally for, normally a forty five minute drive took me double the time, and I was like, okay, this is the traffic they be talking about. <laughs> but the thing is, I avoid going through downtown, but like as much as I can, because I don't really ever have to, unless I'm going to the airport. And even then, I mean, sometimes you can get away around it. But um, yeah, it just sucks because I'm like, well, thankfully where I live, I don't even have to get on the highway. Everything I want is at my access. But yeah, the traffic do suck out here, actually. And that was on a uh, that was on a Saturday night. I know it ain't worse than L.A. L.A. will give you, um, it'll take you an hour and 25 minutes to go 12 miles. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, that would drive me up the wall. I, imagine, I, I can't, imagine being long gas and stuck in traffic. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I smoke weed. Honestly. <laughs> I'm not, if I, if I can be totally honest, if I could be 100% honest, uh, about 75% of the reason why I smoke weed is because of the traffic. There's no way that I can deal with that traffic traffic with a sober mind. So, well, a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Shout out to poor mind. I'm not drunk I now. Uh, no, I don't condone drunk driving. But I'll no, smoke. I was just uh, quoting a podcast. No, I don't condone drunk driving. I don't condone high driving either. Mess around, be well. flying above traffic. Okay, so I wanted <laughs> to talk about. Um, I had a main topic, but I want to get all these little topics off. So there was a video on TikTok that went viral, of course, like everything else does. Going viral ain't even nothing these days. Everybody don't went viral before. I um I don't have the the link to the video, but basically there was a woman who received a wedding invitation to a wedding to someone that she considered her friend, but she did not get invited to the reception. And people were going in, calling the person broke and all the other stuff. But I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't see the problem. Truth be told. And now I don't understand the logic. I, I just don't think, you know, as somebody who sets boundaries for everything that I can think of, I don't give a darn. So number one, weddings are very expensive. Okay. Now, so it's easy to have a 100, 200, even 5,000 guest wedding and not have to feed all those people. So you can have an intimate reception. So let's say you just want your close family and friends, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> But unfortunately, people really want to come to weddings because they want to drink at the open bar and they want food. And a lot of times you don't even hear much from them throughout the, throughout your marriage. They may not even contribute to, to the quality of the relationship. And not that I know because I've been married, but because I know a lot of people who've been married and had weddings and did all this. And then a lot of people, they just feel like they shouldn't have even invited. 
So I'm curious to know your thoughts. Maybe if someone has sent you that kind of invitation, like how would you feel or, you know, how would you approach the situation? Um, it depends on a person. So if this is, if this is somebody who like I met on set and we're not really friends, but we work together on about a few projects and they like me, I, I like them. They're like, Hey, come to my wedding. But I don't have enough room for you at the reception because I have to take care of my immediate family and friends. Okay. I'm okay with that yeah, because that that's not sense. my, that's not somebody who I roll with all the time. Now this is some, if it's somebody who not even, I won't even say like a close friend, like a best friend, but even somebody who just like I hang out with pretty often, we kick it, we spend birthdays together, holidays sometimes, da, 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 whatever, go on trips with each other. I take going on trips with people very personal, especially if you're still my friend after we come home. And you see who That's I very, you know what I'm saying? Nobody. So I take that real personal, like, why would I not be invited to your reception? Yeah, Weirdo. now I can understand that. Because that, if you have that kind of friendship, it's really about celebrating the moment. It's not about yeah. what you can get out of the situation. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, so, I... Because if it was somebody who I don't really know like that, like... For real, like we cool from like whatever, but I don't really know them like that. I'm coming for the food and drinks. I don't know nobody at your wedding, and I ain't trying to. Not for real. I mean, like if I meet some people, that's fine, but I'm just saying, like I wouldn't care about that. I want to care about that. That's personal, but yeah, uh, it depends I, on the person. Yeah, and now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I do think that if. If you don't want them to share that full moment, maybe you shouldn't invite them. But I also respect people's rules because I do a lot of things that are for self-serving, and I could give I could <laughs> care less about what other people think about it. Um, but I just you know sometimes I think I have I thought about this before. You know I think as women we think about our weddings a lot. A lot of us do, and I've thought about you know I want a huge wedding, but I don't want to be paying thirty five dollars a head just to give somebody some yeah. cocktail and some mac and cheese. So I, I thought you. about a cake and punch ceremony. I could have a wedding in between lunch and dinner so y'all can get y'all behind up out of here and go eat with your family, but you can dance, have some cake and um, punch. Now, obviously, I'm not going to do that, but I've been in broke relationships before, but I wanted to get married. And I thought about ways that I could make it work. You know, I'm just being honest. So yeah. I thought about like having this big ceremony and then just having a reception for just my close friends and family, like maybe less than 50 people. But in reality, I want my reception to be lit. I care more about that than the doggone ceremonies. But again, at the end of the day, number one, I wouldn't be going on the internet about this because now you've not even come to the wedding. Number two, yeah. I just feel like if if you know somebody well enough or you should enough of them to invite you to their wedding, I think that you should probably, I just think that you should just respect their wishes. I mean, if you feel a way, you can express that. But what you going to do about it? You want to fight? Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in making those type of videos for social media either, though. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely, like, care. made posts about people before, but honestly, I've grown out of that, too. Yeah. I, I just erase I, people. I just erase people move on. I be having real life stuff going on, and that's just wasting my energy. It so, is yeah, a waste. No. And then it's like, yeah, I agree with you. I think, well, obviously, in this era, everything is content, number one. Um, Number yeah. two... I do think if you put something out there about somebody, you gotta you gotta be prepared for what's gonna come with it. And is that really worth it? Probably not. Mm-mm. You know? But sometimes people Too want much. the reaction. Some people literally be so obsessed with their ops that they talk about them all day long, which is very strange. Yeah. I I know I know people that probably do me like that. And I ain't even they op. I'm get, I mean <laughs> they not my op. I don't look at it like that. You I'm probably yours though. Yeah. Why is I, it that I, when people why is it that the people that do you wrong be mad at you? 
like you did them like you did them something. I think it be, they mean? be in such shock that they got caught up in their own mess that they got to do everything they can to survive the situation and deflect the issue off of them and onto you. At the end of the day, you did what you did. You said what you said. Stand on it. People really be dead wrong, and the the lengths that they go to deny it be so weird to me. It's like, wow. You really going to piss on my leg and tell me it's rain? That's what I'm saying. And honestly, though, if I'm keeping it real, I be trying to do the the right thing by letting Karma just do her thing, but she be taking too long sometimes. I don't believe in Karma. And I'm going to put my shoes on. I think terrible I people just live terrible lives and and they get people actually bad people have successful lives also. So they might not be happy deep down inside, but it might not be outwardly showing. I just believe that if they terrible, get rid of them. And then, you know, just hope the worst for them. Okay. I just, <laughs> I just feel like I don't think that every, every one, every bad move comes with a bad experience for them. I think that some people just get away with stuff and that's just how the cookie crumbles. Mm. Bad things well, I don't eat cookies no more because I'm on a diet. So keep them cookie crumbs away. Okay. We eat fruit over here. We eat mangoes and stuff like that. Okay. You think that's healthier? You think they ain't got no sugar? It probably is healthier. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, I've been eating nothing right. but grilled. I've been eating nothing but like sauteed and like grilled and air fried meat and green vegetables. Ain't that so sweet? Oh, girl. <laughs> okay. Question. Do you remember what your Yahoo Messenger name was or your AOL Messenger name was? Droopy51389. I knew you was going to say that. I knew you was going to say that. <laughs> Mine was Miss Shago87. Yeah, what was the Shago? Oh, the clothing line. That was Bow Wow's clothing line. That's you know exactly. so like, mad. What is that? At one point in life, I had so... I think my... I don't know. My mama threw it out or what, but I had Bow I had shirts from Bow Wow Clothing Line. I had stuff from his tours that I never even went to. I scraped on my last penny to get a Shago shirt. Now, where is it? First of all, I never even liked Shago as a name. I didn't think it was creative enough, but it got the job yeah, done. You How do you feel about uh, ce- celebrity brand um, lines? Uh, depends on the person because... Um, Going back to what I said at the beginning of the episode, I work for Halsey. I think her makeup is lit. Has I think it, her makeup has it been is around lit for a while. Um, yeah, but it's not as big as it, it it should be, in my opinion. But also, a lot of people don't wear color. It's geared to more. It's it's geared towards like more creative kind of makeup because she has so many damn colors of everything, like eye paints and all type of stuff. But I love that brand. She also, Lady Gaga. Um, Lady Lady Gaga, her brand is really good. Uh, obviously, Rihanna. It depends on the person. Um, I I am very biased when it comes to stuff like that because I enjoy um, luxury kind of makeup. I like my makeup to look a certain way, especially if I'm going to keep it in the packaging. Um, so I I don't know. I'm very biased. I have like when if if it's like it depends on the type of artist it is or the type of person that put it out. If it look cheap or it give me like a, I'm just selling this just because I'm not buying that shit. Like Kylie, I can't really get into Kylie Cosmetics, but Kim, I I love it. Yeah, that's how I feel about um. Now I don't really. I mean, I bought Skims and I bought Yeezy, but I th- I will say Yeezy is a little different because it was a collaboration with Adidas. Um, because I obviously I support Adidas as a brand, but I um, who is it? Taraji has her hair care line, and I, I have think it. Lala, 
Lala has a, a is it a skincare? I don't know, but I just feel like and and John Legend has a, a skincare line. And not saying that these products aren't good, but I just feel like it's like a lot of these types of businesses are like the go to. It seems makeup, skincare, hair product, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like now I can't even talk. Um, what's what's Diana Ross' daughter's name? Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. She has always been known for her beautiful curly hair, so I can see how it would be it would make sense for her to have like her own hair care line. But I also feel like I don't know. I don't know. I this is what I think. This is what I think. People that are uh, that always their hair always look good. They might make videos of how they do their hair. Just look like it has become part of their brand, unrelated to a brand of their own. I think that's a natural transition into creating those kind of products. Someone who does their an artist that does their own makeup or something like that, or an artist oh, who see. always pushes the pushes the edge, pushes the envelope creatively for their look. It would make sense for them to get into that. But when these people come out of nowhere with these brands that doesn't seem like it aligns with how we know them, it's hard for me to even like, want to like buy Like Lori it. Harvey. Lori Harvey has a skincare line, and I'm like, why? No shade Really? See, I, yeah, it's so, and it's nothing, like, again, it's not even bad that they have these products, but I'm not sold on it because, number one, you probably was not used. You probably wouldn't even use. Still ain't using your own. I don't know. I'm just not convinced. That's all. But I also am an informed buyer. A lot of times, people are blind, blind um, loyalists. So they'll buy this stuff yeah. because it's their favorite person. But is that sustainable? You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'll try your hair care line, um, Taraji or whatever skincare, whatever she has. But I'm loyal to Maya Organics. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I'll yeah. try it out. But ten times out of ten, I'm not gonna like it better because I spent so many years trying to find the right hair care products that I finally found it in this brand and it's a strong possibility that yours is not going to reach my needs. And maybe I'm not her target audience because we don't have the same kind of hair. Who cares? But I'm just saying there's just so much that goes into this and then now, let's say you decide you realize it's not doing well and now I got to find something again. So I just rather stick to yeah. you know what I know works for me. That's all. Now Fenty, um, a little different. Rihanna is she has tried her hand in everything. Now I did think that Fenty, Savage Fenty and all that was a little off brand, but I think because she kicked off the makeup, she really reinvented the red lips. Stuff like that makes sense. And Rihanna is such a boss in every aspect of her career. I'm way more sold on that idea than and and the way she rolled it out, she didn't stop. You know what I'm saying? It just seemed like boom, she just killing it, killing. It. And she's a you know she's become a billionaire. I don't know. I'm just saying, and maybe I'm not tuned in enough with some of these other folks to be sold on their ideas, but I just don't. Mm. It just it's just. <clears throat> And that's the thing about it. I feel like when you have those type of things, uh, um, also what plays a big part in selling your product is engaging with your audience. I feel like to um, Tracy Ellis Ross is one of those people who's very like engaging with her audience. I feel mm -hmm. the same way about she's like Kim personal. Kardashian. Yeah, like Kim Kardashian. I feel like she's like that. I feel, but Kylie isn't. We don't know shit about Kylie. Kim at least try to fake it, and she get online like. Oh, here's me with my kids and doing this and blah blah blah. She mm -hmm. in, she you know places us in her life and we know what type of furniture she likes blah blah blah. So of course, if she starts to sell that type of stuff because now she sells like furniture or, and pieces to put in your home that she has in her home, that makes sense because yeah. it's like damn, I do like her house how her house set up. She show it on everything, so this is really how her house looks and she's selling this stuff. I kind of want my house to look expensive like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm -hmm. those 
products like that are like social media like things like you have to be a person to sell it that's another reason why i haven't did a makeup line because although i do show my personality online <clears throat> i don't engage with my audience that much because i don't i don't even know what to say or do half of the time i don't go live i don't do like tutorial videos i don't do nothing so i would rather me start something like a youtube or something and people get to know me so the products make sense so it line up with what i got just because yeah, i'm a makeup artist i don't need to have a makeup line yeah, I agree. And especially if you're not about to be using your product exclusively on all your clients. Like, you got to be ready exactly. to down the hill. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you exactly. know what? And I'm sure you thought about this. But, like, I, my neighbor, she is uh, she's not famous. She's not an influencer. But she just started going live on TikTok for no good reason. And she be getting paid. People be sending – people, strangers be sending money. I, I think if you yeah. um went live while – I literally learned how to retwist locks off this random lady's TikTok who be going live. Because, you know, TikTok will suggest a live to somebody you don't even follow. And so yeah. I learned how to retwist locks off this rant. So all I'm thinking is like, oh, you if you started going live while you did makeup, that might be cool, a cool little way to, um, but you obviously do what you want. But it just hit me yeah. that like, dang, that that could be a good little. Um... Yeah. But you know what's so, so crazy? You... It's, funny you, it's funny that you use Taraji as an example because I actually just bought her stuff maybe like three or four months ago. Um, I ran out of shampoo and conditioner, so I was I was in Target and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, it's not even expensive. It's like six dollars for the bottle. Okay. So let me just try it out. So I tried it. It's really good though. I don't. The only thing I don't like is the smell. Um, the problem that I have with hair products is always the scent. I feel like I haven't tried my hair products, but I feel like ten out of ten. Um, what's the other brand who has like? Is it Miss Jessie's? There we go. I feel like Miss Jessie's got the hair products down packed. Where, like, why does your hair smell like laundry sheets? Mm. It just smells so fresh and good. Like, all they sense for, of their stuff, it smells good. Any other kind of hair product and stuff be smelling like jerry curl juice to me. Mm, like that. Yeah. Like, My head on. Mm, and, and that just reminds me of like cigarettes. I feel like Taraji's <laughs> shampoo smells kind of like jerry curl juice like i got a jerry curl with uh, and i'm smoking newport's plant spades that's what it gives me that and i'm i hate <laughs> okay. that smell that would actually make me not want to buy a product when i use my organics my hair still smell like that days later not even joking like literally yeah. it smells like the product it's crazy i use um hair perfume on my locks like i wash my hair and i do like the way that my um deep conditioner spray smells but i actually bought um Hair perfume from Sex. I bought it. I bought. I put it in my beard. I just and recently my hair. started hearing people talking about hair perfume. I guess they don't. I mean, I guess if you got braids or something, some like some hair that's going to be staying in place for a while. I can see that making sense. But, um, like if so, you say for, I, I think it's good for people who because I remember for a long time people had like a problem with the smell of weave. Remember the weave used to smell like corn chips back in the yeah, day. Yeah, corn chip. Mm -hmm. True glory. So, like, I think that has something to do with it. And, of course, people be using dirty-ass flat irons and their hair be stink, so they be having to, like, blah, 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 spray it on. because they ain't washed it. Yeah. They own hair. But I just, I, you know, I can't wash my locks every day because they'll get dried out and stiff. So, you know, I'll put my little deep conditioner in there, spray my hair perfume, spray it on my beard, and just go out my day. Mm -hmm. So, back to the original topic, you... Your, did your goal no no that wasn't I was just want to I had one to ask this earlier we end up drifting off so you want to start a makeup line or are you just saying that's something that you would have done so I, I I obviously 
want to do that. Um, however, I do understand the market that we're in is it's so oversaturated, and I do have my own audience. But the thing is, I still want to do something that I genuinely believe in. I did the yeah. the lash line, and that did make sense for me. But I feel like because I didn't, I didn't know the knowledge that I know now. I feel like it could have been more successful, and so what I would want to come now? out like from the styles or something. Um. Um, just about like getting people on my team, like managers and, uh, you know, how to get PR stuff sent out and marketing things and, um, you know, LLCs and business grants and all type of stuff like that. I know this stuff now. So I'm like, okay, if I do this, it has to really be something that I fuck with. And it has Mm -hmm. to be something that I use all the time. Like it needs to always be in my kit. I need to be using it on everybody. It needs to be something that represents me. Like, I get yeah, tired of that's the of only way like, you're going to really push it because you care about it. That's why I love yeah. real estate. Real estate is my my best entrepreneurial decision ever because I can do that job with my eyes closed. It's like I'm genuinely passionate about it. But I wouldn't yeah. – I wouldn't – Um, I don't know if I would ever hire a team. I mean, I would hire pro- property managers, but I wouldn't have a product to serve to people, I guess. Like, even I'm now, saying. like, since I've been getting more into, like, healthy stuff, I was like – gonna venture out and maybe do like workout clothes i feel like i have a hard time finding workout clothes with my body type because i'm like six one i'm like a football player now some of that some stuff fits me okay but i do have to alter a lot of my gym clothes like the the gym shorts to me will be too long or the shirt will be like too short you know what i'm saying so i'm like maybe i can get i can start something like that Yeah, you. I can see that, especially if you do it exclusively for men. It's very niche. You're addressing a problem that you have, and now I'm sure there's other people that obviously would be experiencing the same thing. They're like, "Finally, man, I ain't got to put on some yitty." Uh See, that's what I'm saying. That works for her because she has an audience for that. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. I um, go right ahead, King. No, I'm just saying, like, I just feel like I haven't figured out 100% what my little product would be. So, until then. I have contemplated um, digital products. So, around, like, financial planning, life planning, and stuff like that. But... I want my junk. I need what I. I I'm not. I'm not against doing it because my whole persona, especially online, is about. I'm always sharing like you know life hacks. I guess you could say. But I've thought about yeah. financial planners with like built-in calculators, so people can properly like budget and stuff like that. So they could just punch in some numbers. And I tried to write the formulas myself, but it's very. It got very tedious, and I just kind of put the pencil down and kept it pushing. But I have thought about that, and I and I, I always love the idea of a digital product because there's essentially no overhead. So everything that you mm. make off of it is pure profit. Uh, people have made like finan- like plan- planners for their iPad. I'm not really a planner user type of girl, so I wouldn't really push that. That would be like an add-on product once the financial planner um, started to work. But people are always asking me to, you know, and I, it's very flattering when they ask me to like, they're like, girl, you need a class on like financial, like wealth management. And, I, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't like, you know why I, I wouldn't do that? Number one, I don't like selling people on a service because I want everybody to have the same amount of success. Number two, people irritate me because they lazy and they don't push themselves and you be giving advice to a brick wall. 
And number three, my competition would be a bunch of people that's not even honest about their businesses. So I don't want to compete with that. I'd rather just do word of mouth. Like I always do give people advice when I feel like it and keep it pushing. Yeah. But I have definitely thought about it like a digital planner for that aspect. I've thought about, I actually, I mean, y'all know I had a, I had a resume. I mean, I still do have a resume service. I just don't advertise it because I don't like doing it no more. Cause again, people, people really are, you know what? A lot of people don't have the same level of eagerness that I wish they would have. So you can give them the best advice in the world and it's not going to work for them. And you start to think you might've given them the wrong advice, but it just went on the wrong ears. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. I feel like that about why that's why I don't have an assistant because I feel like when I first started doing makeup professionally, I genuinely was like reaching out to people because I genuinely wanted to learn. Not even because I wanted to be like them not because I wanted to steal their clients or whatever. I genuinely wanted to learn what what is it like just about the business, how to get into it, what can I do to fine-tune my look, with, you know, how the way I do makeup, what can I do to make the makeup look better on TV or photo shoots, how can I get it to last long, why my blush don't come on like that. You know what I'm saying? Little stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, that eagerness in this field has just gone because when I started doing makeup, it wasn't a lot of people doing makeup at that time. Like it was, but it wasn't. Like you didn't, people didn't really you know can, personal you can find makeup. You real quick now, yeah. That was like, yeah, a, like a, you didn't, a, a luxury service. Yes, like people didn't know like actual makeup artists. They'll know somebody that work at Mac or like a makeup stand or like Sierra. Remember, Sierra used to be known at, at, at a salon or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, now people are, like, major makeup artists. And they see that, and they see the success that comes with it. They see the perks. We get, you know, I travel to so many different places. I be around certain people. And they see that, and that's what they want. And even though that stuff is cool, I love it. I really do enjoy it. That ain't what's going to pay the bills. Because you get around these people, y'all be groupies and da 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 Y'all don't be focused on y'all work. So I don't even be knowing how to trust people. Because it's like, if I need you to be my assistant, I need you to be my assistant on a certain project, blah, blah, blah. You're going to come over there taking pictures. I uh, was about to say that. They got to, like, a lot of people. Oh, I, this girl who I bought wigs from, she um she had a hard time getting an assistant because people would basically try to get the job to learn what she do and then start their own company. And there's nothing wrong with starting your own company. But I also am hiring you for a job. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of messed up. Yes. It's one way. It's like it would be smarter to play the long game. Like allow me to really show you the ropes, build a relationship, and then I can put you on. But we still have a job to do. And so now you're trying to be my competition or you're trying to be more than my competition because you're going to try to take what I taught you and flip it and act like I even ex- never even existed. Mm. See, people are, but you know what though it's just that world we live in everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and ain't nothing wrong with it but i was just having a conversation with my friend recently like the everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because they think that's where the money at but they don't even have a lot of the other stuff that it takes to run a great business to get to the point where the money is and in reality people that have their own business work way more hours and yes you have more like you know whenever i had that conversation from influencers or people with money saying like i don't want a guy that works a nine to five because i want to be able to up and go but entrepreneurs can't always up and go they no, schedule be worse. And see, the cra- the crazy thing about it is, not necessarily a nine to five, but I exp- I express this to people all the time. Like I 
I used to say like, oh, I want somebody that work in the same field with me or does the same kind of thing as me because they'll understand my life and blah, blah, blah. But I think honestly that I would rather date like just a regular guy. Like you went to college and you have a career in what? Computer Data. science or something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah, something like I wanted, I would rather that. I would rather that. Listen, it's a very disciplined lifestyle. It's ever growing. It pays the bills. You get insurance. You can make a lot of a lot of money. It's people making. I know people think a hundred thousand. They think six figures, but I know people making half a million dollars a year. I swear to God. Yeah, swear to God, like people always. And I get this perception all the time. I try not to come off as like attention seeking or pretentious or like I'm just trying to be a part of these things. Mm-hmm. And like I've had a few people to say that about me, like, oh, you give. You you be in a spot da 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 da. You just trying to basically say like I'm doing this for attention and to be seen instead of mm. whatever. And that's yeah. so lame because no, I'm not. Yeah. No, the fuck, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I hate that. Pe- I don't even want to come off like that. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody be be claiming they're different, but I really do think that I'm like different from from most. Oh, I know I am. I know I'm I'm recording right now with no wig on my head. How different am I? No, I know what you mean. I, I know I, I, but that's why I have learned over the years of life, like some stuff, you just kind of got to just let, let life be what it is. You ain't got to prove nothing to nobody. You don't got to yeah. share your plans, your accomplishments. Let me tell you something. That, let me just say this for real for it. I made a little tweet about this only because it really pissed me off. Now, y'all know I love to say how I don't like to brag, but sometimes when I share my good news, people make me feel like I'm bragging. But in reality, I'm just oh, telling yeah. the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm I just saying like, feel like, like if, bragging, I don't. Bra- I'm not a bragger. I've been dead broke. My also, whole, I spent more. Go ahead. No, I also don't get offended by it just because I know where you came from. You get. So I, know I spent more time being dead broke than having. Yes, but yeah. the problem is, if I say like, okay, y'all, at this point, y'all, I have bought a new house every year, pretty much. But if I say, oh, I'm buying another house this year, people think I'm flexing. And I swear to God, I'm not. I put that on everything I love. No. I'm literally buying a new house because I want more space. <laughs> like, that's what it comes down it's to. like, girl, just get motivated. Because with I me, have like, shared... Yes, be, like, think about... I buy one. Hello? So, I have sent a couple of people my house, my property listing that I'm buying. And the first thing they're saying is, like, how can you afford that? Or how are you going to have yeah. money left over? I need people to know this. When you get approved for a mortgage, you literally get approved for the amount that you can afford. And that that guideline is very strict. Like, you can't just yeah. get a house because you want it. I, I'm just telling y'all that now. They count every debt you have, every job, every piece of income. They comb it through. And there's a percentage that you're allowed to go to to buy that home. So all I'm saying is, mind a business that pays you. Because mine is buying me a new house. <laughs> so, And I know that my house is quote unquote expensive, but I oh, can, my I have, you know, I have income that comes from places that's not my job. Legal stuff, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it just is annoying because I'm like, dang, why are you counting my pockets? Like, do you, yeah, so obviously you think the house is nice, great. And it's not even that nice, truth be told. It's very basic. It's just crazy. But I'm like, dang, man, I can't even, I don't even feel right sharing no details because now you count my pockets. I just, that annoys me. I don't like that. And they're like, oh, why I don't have this? Okay. Let me know when your lease and office yeah. open up. And that's no shame. Uh-oh. But it's, but you people, people, de- 
people just start counting your pockets if you bring up stuff they think you bring. They be like, oh, here you go flexing. I'm not flexing. I do clothes next week. What I'm supposed to do? And it's not like I talk about it all day like it's my personality. It's just I think that sometimes people deflect based off their situation. They don't believe that you have the capacity to do it because they don't see themselves doing it because they're saying like, dang, I can't afford this. So how in the world she can afford that? But and I'm not rich. I literally buy homes, sell them, make a lot of money, buy another one, sell it, repeat, repeat, repeat. And so I use all that money that I made for my nine to five that allowed me to buy a house to buy another one. I'm not doing nothing special, but I think people, that- You can tell people ain't never played Monopoly before. <laughs> and I hate Monopoly, it don't never end. But it just, I it is a little discouraging, I can't lie. So it's like, I'm just gonna keep myself to myself. Cause I'm like, don't be like, don't start pointing out how much land that it is. You know, it's like, dang. Yeah, no. Not you people, got white appliances yeah, talking about mines. A white refrigerator? Ugh. Yeah. It never gave white appliances. But yeah, it, that's all I'm saying. People just, you know, just because some, like, it's not bragging just because you can't. And now people do brag. Don't get me wrong. We know this. But people feel insecure sometimes when you mention certain things that they don't have the access to. So now they count in your pockets, wondering how you can afford it. Then they start trying to get something for themselves from you. Now we know yeah. we don't do that. Mm. Not giving nobody none. Yeah. None for free. So Child anyway. out of money. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but anyway, oh yeah, my God. I, got. I hope y'all like this what? episode. So what you got coming Pray. up? Because I have too much coming up. Man, so I'm working on this really, really big project at work, y'all. And it's it's really hard because I'm still kind of new to what I'm doing. And I have made my share of mistakes. Other people have made their share of mistakes. But those mistakes have fallen on me. And they are, they, they are making me feel not secure in my job. Because I don't want, like if something goes wrong, I don't want it to be because I lacked in something. And so yeah. it's really, what I do is really hard, really hard. I'm not even going to lie. I don't even know how else to explain it, but I'm doing a lot of stuff for the first time. And there's a lot of visibility. I mean, up until the CEO of this fortune 30 company. And so it's mm. just been um, very hard. I've been working literally seven to 11 every day, 7 AM, 11 PM. And sometimes later, and it's going to be even later today. Cause I got some analysis. I was wondering why you be up at certain times and be texting me. I'm like, this girl usually be not be out. up working sun up to sun up. And it sucks because I don't have a work life balance right now. And I've never had this problem. I've definitely worked long days at work, but pretty much since I started this job, I've been working these long days and it's annoying because I work those long hours, still don't even be done, and then I'm getting follow-ups on other stuff. And I'm like, how do y'all think a human can handle this? So I'm feeling a little, like, you know, imposterish um, in this job. Um, it's getting better, but there's a lot of things that have happened that have went wrong and not at my fault. And even if it's my fault, I don't have a problem owning up to it. But because of the type of work I do, the pressure is on to fix it. And so I'm just like, it's really mm. hard. That's all I can really say. The project goes live in a few weeks. And I just hope that it's smooth before then so I can just have a peace of mind. Because I don't like feeling like I could be losing my job because of this big old project. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Now, lose one job, I mean, get another one. Let's be very clear. But I'm just saying, I don't want to have to go through them kind of change. I like to be voluntarily choosing to make those moves. But, yeah, but that's all. My job is really taking up my life. Um, I've been packing, get ready to move. It's funny because I only feel comfortable talking about moving on a podcast because I feel like ain't nobody listening. Um, but don't try to tell nobody. Um, oh look, God. here go all my stuff right over. You see a little, them little 
bags. I got bags over there, shoe racks. So my plan is to move all my boxes and bags first, get all that little stuff out, and then just have the movers come and move my furniture. So, cause I feel like when you move, you start scrambling through different boxes trying to find stuff, and I don't want to go through that just, be, and just be because. Well, it didn't I've had, my I've had movers like steal my stuff. Like when I moved from um, Sandy Springs to Marietta, I paid a mover, and they stole like personal stuff. I ain't, you know. Where did they I'm put like, it? You, you didn't. You didn't. Um, were you not there when they was packing? So your stuff? The moving company that I that I chose, right? They were saying that you don't have to take your clothes out of the dresser. We'll just t- uh, wrap it up and oh, we'll carry yeah. it like that. So I was I all perfect. I with offer that, but I don't like nobody touching my stuff. Yeah, I would. I would never. I've do heard that of that before. So I'm moving my own boxes and bags. That's what I was saying. I'm moving that myself, and I'm yeah. gonna have movers move my furniture. Now they did offer to pack my stuff, but I'm not okay with that. Uh, um, I like to know where my stuff is. I don't want nobody's yeah, hands. No, 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 no I didn't let them pack it. But like my dresses, they just wrapped it like with this saran wrap looking thing and put it on the truck. Hmm. Yeah. And then when I got to the apartment, they dropped it. They opened it, and it, it was all set up. I do Couch like was that. Like idea, that everything. Yeah, like I didn't have to do nothing. So the only yeah. thing that I brought was like my shoes. I put my shoes in my car and my anything that was on hangers, I left it on hangers and just laid in the back seat. Yeah. So when I got there, hung it up and it was on there. You know. And that's why I'm glad I got an SUV now because that stuff getting loaded up, loaded up. I forgot that you got a truck. Wow. Yeah, wow. big stepper. Big wheel, you did. Big wheel. I ain't never going back to a sedan. I can't believe. I ain't never going home. I ain't. I love it outside. Yeah, I love. I want a truck, but I want a Jeep, and a Jeep is a car on the inside. It ain't that big. Right, that trunk ain't hitting on nan. It's nan times nan. But yeah, I want an even bigger car now. Well, when I get my Porsche truck, it's gonna it's gonna give open the trunk, pop the trunk, let let the windows out. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) But yeah, so that's what's going on. Um, I uh. I need to go on Help some kind of Help me find something for my birthday. What I'm doing for my birthday? I don't know. Come to Atlanta. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Something Let's else. Let's go to South Korea. I'm trying to wait for Janae, if she listen, to uh, have this wedding day picked out. Then I'm going to book my trip because I ain't going twice now. That's a long flight. Oh, me too. Actually, I'm going to go too. Invite me to the oh, wedding too, Janae. I'm no, coming. Okay, now you're gonna be like that girl on TikTok. You got you. You're you gonna be invited to the, the country, reception. but not to the ceremony. <laughs> I'm coming. Is she gonna have it in Korea though, for real? Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'll go. I don't care. Mm-hmm. We probably had to get a hotel going twice, so I don't. I don't yeah. like. You know, Vegas the first place I flew to twice. I don't like that. I don't, I'd rather yeah, spend my money on something. You know what's so crazy? I went to Tulum twice, and normally I don't do stuff like that. And I really didn't have fun the second Wait, time I because I did everything the first time. I'm like, I don't want to do this again. I already did Yeah, it's nothing exciting. That's how I felt in Vegas because I'm like, man, I should have just waited for Usher to come to Atlanta. But I'm glad I went. I'm just saying, like, did I really have to go to Vegas yeah. to see him? <laughs> yeah. I finally won money on the slot machine. I won $271 I off, of, off of $60. Yeah. I got my stuff. I took out sixty dollars. I took out sixty dollars and I put it in the machine and I was my playing a little one dollar machine. I was on a scratch off and won like three fifty. She said she do it once a month. Period. Mm. That was my mama. She loved that. Get her a job up. When I try, I don't win nothing. It'd be like a thanks for your donation. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's Man. wrap this thing up. What you got going on? My bad. I'm just trying to find something to do for my birthday and honestly, um, working. I ain't really doing nothing. Working and hanging out. It's just starting to get Taking hot for off. real out here. So 
uh, for my birthday? I don't know. So my idea right now is because I did say that um, once I get like fully settled in this apartment, I wanted to start having like people over. Mm-hmm. And so I just been so on the edge about it because I'm like, damn, I really want to start doing that. But also I'm just like, oh, do I really want to do that? Like, I don't I don't know. So for my birthday, I think that I was going to um, I was going to have a Cinco de Mayo birthday party. I was going to get a whole bunch of tacos. I was going to get a sombrero, have like kind of like game night. But I was going to be a taco taco party. Yeah. Like I was going to have like um, a whole bunch of like, I was going to put a pinata in here, a whole bunch of little Mexican little (laughs) decorations. I was going to make it look like, I guess, Taco Tuesday. But then my birthday is not on the 5th. My birthday is on the 13th. So what am I going to do on my actual birthday? Okay. But so you don't want to have it that, that early. You can call it Cinco no. de Draco. There we go. Oh, but you're not turning five nothing. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm turning 34. <laughs> well, uh, have you thought about going to Hawaii? I have. Okay. All right, that um, ride is bumpy. Yeah, I'm, I was supposed to be going to um, um, Brazil. However, because... Oh, wow. um, it's, I have three other friends whose birthday is the same week as mine. So we all mm-hmm. try to celebrate together. And I was the person who chose the last trip. We went to the DR. Um, so this time we Me were too. supposed to go to Brazil. Oh, you went? No, you didn't go to DR. You came to I Costa Rica. I paid for a room in DR. You did me. pay for the room, though. I, I mm-hmm. F with you because motherfuckers was pulling out that trip the day of. That the night crazy. before was, the plane's going to leave. That's crazy. I could never do that. Cause ain't nobody gonna pay <laughs> But no, so I was trying to find a flight from here to um to Brazil, and the part of Brazil they going to or whatever, um, Rio. Child, the quickest flight with all the layovers is like thirty two hours. Oh no, ma'am. Oh, it's because of where you coming from. Rio will yeah. forever make me think of. I still know what you did last summer. It made me think so of the for like, real front the- video. Uh, when Ali was like, "What's the capital? What's the capital of Rio?" and she was a uh, capital of Brazil. She was like Rio or something like I don't know. You know, I'm talking about Brandy had. Yeah. she had one at Radio. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Old. I remember. Um, but yeah, so I'm not doing that. I'm not getting on nobody's plane for 34 hours. And yeah, then they crazy. was like, "Fly to Miami. Fly to Miami and catch a flight from there." I tried to find a flight from Miami. Man, it's six hours from here to Miami. And then the fucking Flight from Miami was like forty hours. Who the oh fuck gonna do God. that? What? Yeah, maybe I didn't even know people be going to Rio. Because Brazil doesn't South have Paolo. like direct flights, so and they don't have flights every day. So you have to kind of like maneuver yeah, your way around they America. Some issues with that place anyway, we don't want no parts. Yeah, I ain't trip. I ain't going. I, to, I already um, said come I come with me to Minnesota. What the hell is there? My job. A moose. <laughs> What's your, like, they got have, the like, Great moves. Lakes, Lake Minnetonka. That's not a Great Lake, but child, Lake Lanier is all I need to see to know that I don't I belong by nobody. Lake. Lake. Me, y'all. All right, um, well, have fun on your birthday with your little. Your I want to go to like I want to do something. Cabo is very cheap. They have like seventy eight dollar flights. You ain't tired of Mexico? I haven't been to Cabo. That's not the same part as Mexico. Know, That's different. Well, good luck. Go on a cruise. Now that I'm not doing. I ain't been on a cruise since your cruise. 
I like Cruella. Oh, I, I. I won't I won't do Carnival again, but Anyway, all right, let's wrap this though. thing don't, up. Don't act like that. Now, we actually really had a lot of fun on Carnival Cruise. The only thing was, that we probably... Let's not act like our room went cheap and it's crude. Now, <laughs> you get a little older, you re- you start comparing that we was on the Applebee's ship, okay? I want to be... I want to be the say. Shop. Say, We probably would need better food because I don't eat a lot of this stuff no more. So, yeah, I... I want to do like a Royal Caribbean know. type of... Carnival ain't terrible, but there is a difference, especially as you mature in life and you start to look at different options. You'd be like, oh, okay. Mm. That's very true. So, anyway. All right. Mm. Holla at your girl. I ain't even got all that. I just got holla at your bitches. Okay. And twirls. Oh. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.